Hi, I'm Nagin Serafi. Thank you for tuning in. Today I will be reading an essay that I wrote about the meaning of life. The question I get asked most often in one form or another when I am teaching is this. What is the meaning of my life? Who am I? Why am I here? And does my existence even matter? Becoming fully ourselves isn't a linear process that peels back the layers of identity and conditioning until we are whole. It is a process that invites us, again and again, to look at our own reflection, to go within ourselves, and discover something we have not noticed or felt before. It is in our nature to be both certain and uncertain about who we are and why we are here. And it is in our nature to want that certainty and uncertainty to be validated by our external world. Our collective neurosis is that we are constantly, consciously and unconsciously looking for evidence to support whether what we feel, what we think, what we say, what we do and what we create has meaning. Placing ourselves somewhere along the spectrum of the universe Anchoring to people, places, things, titles, roles, memories, and experiences that reflect us back to ourselves. If I get that promotion, I must be respected. If someone agrees with my idea, I must be intelligent. If I get a hundred likes on this photo, I must be beautiful. If my friends say they miss me, I must be loved. If my partner receives and reciprocates my physical advances, I must be desirable. If this external source validates me in some shape or form, then I am real, I am important, and I am worthy of being alive. Many of us grew up being rewarded for good behavior and punished, one way or another, for being bad. We learned wrong from right based on other people's perceptions and beliefs. Primarily our parents, caretakers, teachers, and the dominant cultures we were exposed to. Rarely, if ever, were we asked, what do you think? How do you feel? Instead, we were told what to think, what not to think, how to feel, how not to feel, and in the most extreme cases, we learned how to numb, repress, avoid, deny, neglect, and dissociate from our own experience of reality. It's no wonder that as adults we continue to look at external sources to let us know that we are good and worthy. We look to our friends, our partners, our parents, our children, our boss, our colleagues, our employees, our community, and we collect micro-data and make decisions about who we are, what we are, and why we are, based on the synthesis of this data. If you were raised by caretakers who held their own unique worldview, if you were taught a specific religion or a clear set of moral principles, if you participated in a formal education system, watched the news, and were exposed to popular culture, chances are you have been conditioned and programmed to think, feel, and behave in a certain way. This is important to note because when we question our own existence and the meaning of our lives, we do so because we have been programmed to do so. 
Questioning who we are and why we are here can be the key to our liberation or the chain that keeps us in a never-ending loop of seeking. It can be what divides us or what unites us. It can bring us closer to our humanity or move us farther away. Asking yourself, what is the meaning of my life, is the first step in creating a meaningful life. One that requires you to examine your values, your choices, your actions, and the way you want to contribute to the alternative destinies ahead of us. The answer to whether your existence matters is quite simple. You matter because you exist, and that is all the evidence necessary to make you worthy of the life that you have. You also matter because your existence impacts the world around you, whether you're conscious of it or not. You are alive. You are breathing air, taking up physical space, and your thoughts, words, and actions are influencing the ecosystem of the planet and every living thing on it, evidenced by the respiratory virus that is currently spreading like wildfire across the globe, the heinous acts committed on black and brown bodies, and the systems that continue to oppress and harm racialized and marginalized communities. When reality is giving us direct feedback on whether our lives have meaning, all we need to do is look at the impact of one individual or a group of people or a belief system like white supremacy to see that yes, our lives do have meaning and what we do and don't do with our time here can have dire consequences. When it comes to meaning or meaning making, Truth lies somewhere between what we know, what we feel, and the stories we choose to believe. There is no absolute truth, no matter how desperately we want to cling to one. And if we are really paying attention, we will notice that reality itself is always shifting. Deriving meaning gets a bit tricky when the data itself is inconsistent and there's new information coming in every second from every direction. So all we can do is choose the stories, perspectives, and values we want to believe, at least for now, and allow these beliefs to be malleable as they guide our decisions. I choose to embody the belief that my existence matters, that my life has meaning, because without it, I cannot access aliveness. Aliveness is the state of being aligned with the energetic momentum of life. It exists in the here and now and is not defined by any one emotional state. We are no more alive when we feel joy than when we feel pain. But in order to allow ourselves to feel alive, we need to be open to experiencing joy, pain, and the full spectrum of human emotion. Aliveness allows us to discover or reconnect with our humanity, the humanity we require to create a meaningful life, not just for ourselves, but for everyone. We question our existence because as far as we know, our lives on the physical plane are temporary. We question whether we truly matter because we don't know how to reconcile suffering, aloneness, non-attachment, and death. As long as we value permanence, longevity, and legacy— As long as we reject the temporary nature of all things, including our own lives, our own impact, 
we will have a difficult time believing that our individual existence matters, or we will want it to matter so much that we end up causing tremendous harm. We have put so much emphasis on the illusion of things lasting forever, but nothing lasts forever. If we could recognize that things come and go, rise and pass, begin and end, maybe we wouldn't cling so tightly to people, or power, or ways of being and relating that are killing us, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. The irony of it all is that our lives mean something because they are temporary. In the lifetime of the universe, we are a blink of an eye, a grain of sand on an infinite beach, a drop of water in a never-ending stream of consciousness. And that is why our lives matter, our actions matter, our choices matter, because we are a tiny, microscopic part of a whole we barely understand. When we accept our role in the fabric of reality, when we recognize that we are simultaneously a pixel and the entire image, we can stop questioning whether our lives have any meaning, because it will become so blatantly obvious that questioning our own significance is questioning the significance of the entire universe, and there are simply no answers there, at least not right now. Recognizing that our existence is remarkable for a moment in imagined time will bring us face to face with our own impermanence. We fear death, but our fear of death is only surpassed by our fear of being alive, truly alive, the kind of aliveness that pulls you into the human experience so deeply you are not entirely sure you will make it to the other side. Because sometimes being alive feels like dying. If you have ever lost someone or something that you could not fathom living without, you understand that your relationship to both life and death changes the moment you experience the piercing pain of never again, of forever gone. The moments, the feelings, and the experiences that make us question our aliveness are the pathways to creating deeper meaning. Denying them is like closing the door that can lead us to our own liberation. Aliveness lights the path to freedom and peace, but first, it illuminates everything hiding in the shadows of our individual and collective psyche. It demands that we look at ourselves, our whole selves, and find the courage to question everything. Why we are the way we are, why we think what we think, why we do what we do, why the world is the way it is. It is the journey not for heroes, but for every person who has ever allowed themselves to imagine a different world. For anyone who has ever pulled back the curtains, looked at reality, and thought, something is not quite right here. When we choose to see ourselves as we are, to see others as they are, and to see the external world as it is, we empower ourselves to make changes. We may confront shadows we don't want to acknowledge or transform, but the longer we delay clarity, the more we extend confusion, indecision, and inaction. Exploring the meaning of our lives, asking ourselves who we are and why we are here, 
is the single most important task of each individual on earth. If we have done the work to expand our minds and our hearts, we may stumble upon a meaning that includes the collective. If we choose to walk through the corridors that are most familiar to us, we may not be able to align with a shared purpose, a collective vision, a distributed effort. And we have to ask ourselves, am I really alive if I am unwilling to look at what is right in front of me? No one can tell you what the meaning of your life is, because that is for you to decide, for you to choose, for you to embody, for you to practice. What I have learned is that the meaning of life begins to reveal itself when we step beyond the boundaries of our own existence and intentionally contribute to the transformation of the greater whole. What side of history are you on? What are you fighting for? Who are you prioritizing? What are you unwilling to tolerate? What makes you angry? What breaks your heart? What sparks a fire in your soul? What makes your life worth living? Meaning is what we create when we dare to ask questions. Thank you for your time and presence and for subscribing to my podcast. I send monthly emails where I share stories, teachings, insights, and frameworks to help us transform the way we live, work, relate, and create. Visit my website, naginserafi.com, and subscribe to become a part of my growing community. Until next time, be well and in love.